What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Action Ignited podcast, the podcast to ignite your action and help you reach your goals in far more than just health and wellness. Today, we are diving into Choose Your Heart, the value of suffering. This is a way to view and live your daily life. Jason and I had this candid conversation, and we also adopted part of this from Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving A. You can guess what that next word is. But as always, we're your co-hosts, Jason Hogarth and Ism Hadahut. We're going to dive into this topic and see where this conversation takes us. What's up, my man? How's it going, man? Doing good? Doing good. We uh, dodge another storm. We're supposed to get hit with one. So I'm um, just riding that right now. I'm like, cool. We're good. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Got to watch out for that band parking, you know, uh, down here. It's uh, sunny and I think at least 80 degrees. So. I should have asked you earlier what your weather is over there. Yeah, we're <laughs> like the care opposite. Yeah, I mean, we have other issues like planes falling out of the sky. So that was pretty crazy take, when you sent that text. I would take snow any day over that. So, all right, man. So let's uh, let's get into it. So, um, yeah, I mean, this topic overall of kind of choosing your hard, it goes into a lot of different themes, a lot of different areas of life. Uh, I know, you know, just kicking it right off in the health and wellness side, it just plain and simple, like working out is hard in a variety of different ways, not just like lifting weight, but the commitment to it, making the right decisions as far as like what you put into your body as well, like everything like that to maintain a healthy weight, maintain a healthy lifestyle, all that. Um, but at the same time, if you ignore all those things and you overindulge the things that can come from that, like the different health issues that can arise pressure that you'd be putting on joints, things like that later on in life, that's going to be just as hard, if not harder on you when you get to that point, because in some cases it becomes almost like a point of no return. So when I think about all these things and keeping in, in this theme of working out, it's like, I'd rather choose that hard now than having to live with another hard later on down the road. You know, I, I like that you brought up the working out part can can be a challenge. It could be hard because at the end of the day, it's it's the forming that discipline that we've talked about in the past. That becomes a challenge because we've had a coach, Jason and I in college, that used to say, like, you need to do the unsexy things. It's the things that people don't see. And to the point of working out, it's showing up consistently day in and day out. And you may not see the result right away. You might not see or feel the result right away, but it's a, it's the non-sexy things. You have to continue to show up. And as Jason said, you can either pick your heart as, Hey, it's hard to show up every day, but I'm still doing it. Or your challenge and your heart is, Hey, I'm, I have a disease that's coming and that's worst case scenario. And we really want to avoid those things and add some preventative care. I mentioned in the intro, this conversation, we adopted a little bit of Mark Manson's uh, quotes in a sense, and part of his book and from a subtle art of not giving a, uh, as I mentioned before, you know, he mentions the value of suffering. That's part of uh, one of his chapters. And I like this quote that I took from it. And as you know, Jason and I are on a good quote kick, I'd call it, where we want to continue to find different quotes and things that kind of spark a conversation. Um, but this one reads, if you want to change how you see your problems, you have to change what you value and or how you measure failure and success. I think that one 
in particular can go obviously any part of life no matter what you're pursuing but i think when it comes out or comes to this working out that we were talking about that quote completely connects to that too because you can you can value and measure hey am i doing the right things to get me to better health or am i doing the wrong things do i want again my hard to be this is just it's hard to show up i missed one or two days or do you want your heart to be hey my blood pressure is going up my cholesterol is going up and those are just some examples there yeah i think this like it's a big thing because you know mainstream like social media everything that you see like would suggest like oh you need to look like a bodybuilder or a uh, a model or whatever and it's like that's not what this is all about it's like getting you to just that healthy lifestyle like that's the goal that we all should have so we can live as long and as healthy of a life as we can at the end of the day to be able to do all the things that we truly enjoy outside of that so like if working out is choosing your heart uh, going into this quote like where it says the part about you have to change what you value I saw really, or I heard a really interesting thing the other day, and it's most likely if you're lucky, your grandkids' explanation of what you did for work will be a five-letter or five-word sentence. So it's like, it's everything you do outside of that that truly matters. Because most likely the only thing your grandkid will know about what you did for work is, oh, uh, my grandfather was a carpenter or my grandfather was a fitness coach or my grandfather was a podcaster, right? So it's like, at the end of the day, that's how your career is truly gonna get summed up to the people that you care about most and care about you most. Because your grandkids aren't really gonna care what you do for work at the end of the day. It's, they're gonna care, did you show up for them? Were you at their different um, events, school plays, sporting events, like whatever it is they do, like that's what they're really gonna care about. Like, did you show up for birthday? So it's like, having that slight change in what you value too. Like we talk a lot about taking a lot of pride in your work and what you're building. And that's an important part of life too. But it's like having this balance, knowing what you truly value and knowing what you're working for is the big thing that I would just emphasize on this too, is like all of these things come back to that main overarching goal of like, what are your values? Who are you doing it for? What are you doing it for? And that goes for the business work side, as well as like the fitness side that we're talking about. Because to enjoy all those great things you care about, you have to be here. So you have to be healthy. You have to do everything you possibly can. You know, it's the work life. We we never know, hey, are you putting in too much time and effort within your work and neglecting your health? So again, it's like to that question, we kind of question, or I'll call it a statement that we said, do you want to choose that? Hey, my challenge is right now, the hard right now is I'm missing time with my family and and I'm just focusing in on work. Or do you want it to be the other thing? Like, hey, I'm I'm working just enough, but I'm not having or how how do I want to phrase that one? If I'm working too much and not having time with my family, you want to see if you can find balance there. Like, are you neglecting your health completely? Are you having time for your family and, and those around you? Or are you just putting all your time and effort in work in general? Yeah, honestly, I find myself at like a similar point right now because I'm starting at a new organization mm-hmm. for my sales career. And like as I'm getting onboarding and getting moving, like I described it to you before, like I'm good busy. It's like exciting busy because I have a bunch of meetings booked. Like I'm making my dials, my cold calls, getting new meetings um, for sales opportunities, which 
you know, help feeds me financially and the life and the things that I value and want to build um, for myself and my family. I've been very good busy, but at the same time until yesterday. So like, as I was going through all last week, I completely neglected like working out all that type of stuff. So it wasn't like a big lapse or anything, but it was just like, I was so focused on making sure I got myself set up correctly and like moving and building pipeline that I did put those things on a back burner. It was yesterday. Like it really hit me that I can't keep doing this. So I just made it a conscious effort to make sure this week, like get at least my gym session sessions in, even if I'm not like walking, running at lunch, stuff like that. It's like, I can sit down, have my lunch and then like go to the gym after work or before work. So I'm still trying to figure out what's going to be the best balance for me in this new role. But yeah, we'll see. I got a few ideas popping in my head. Might try something new. Might, might join a CrossFit gym. Nice. So, I think that, well, one, thanks for sharing that because it's good live example of your journey, your routine, your structure is always going to change. I'm one that always felt like, hey, I'm in such a good rhythm. And the second that that gets pushed or or taken a different way, I don't know where to go. It's like I'm I'm running like a chicken with no head and whatever that phrase is. That's what it feels like sometimes. So it's being able to have that awareness of, OK, it's time to adjust a little bit. Let's see what's going to work here. So I, I think that's that's good that you're able to kind of be aware and now think, OK, what else do I need? Maybe I need a more structured environment where I'm kind of being told what to do and being pushed in a group. Like you won't know until you do that. Like you may have an idea that, Hey, this might work because you've done something similar in the past, but it's good that you're going to try something and see what works for you. So I like that. I like that. And you, you don't want to get too lost in the work and it's good that it's good that you know that, but also that may have just been something you needed to do right now. So you have a structured routine within the work setting first. Cause once that foundation is laid out, then it's like, Hey, I can be productive. I know like, Hey, this is my workflow. Outside of this workflow, I have time and space to do everything else that's not work related. Yeah. So something you said right there that is actually the main reason I'm considering a CrossFit gym is one, I'm kind of like tired of the commercial space, like just trying to navigate all that. But it's having other people there that like, in a sense, hold you accountable to going like with the current way that this job is kicking off and starting like. I'm very excited about it. Just like the opportunity that's in front of me, the way I'm like already able to build a quick pipeline, stuff like that. So I'm very excited about that. And I know if I don't have something to hold me accountable, like in the past, like years ago, I would fall off on like fitness, wellness, health routine. So I'm trying to make it a point to have something that would like hold me to a set time. And the reason I was leaning CrossFit is like we kind of did like slight variations of it um, in the summers in college. And I enjoyed it when we would create our own workout of the days and stuff. Um, so like, I do enjoy it. Part of it is like the community aspect of it, but two is you have to fit your workout into a fixed time slot. So like you sign up for one of the sessions of that day and like, you're kind of, I don't know if you're technically locked in, but I'm going to just tell myself I'm locked in and just not ask the question when I'm there. Like if I sign up for, the 6am slot. Like I have to be there for that workout. And like, I won't miss it if I commit myself to it. I know that. So it's like a way of me holding myself accountable by doing something ahead of time. That way I can't miss it. I can't avoid it. And I'm always going to keep going to that class, that time slot, because there's other people there, quote unquote, that are counting on me. 
for me, it's a lot easier for me to show up when I do something like that. Just like, you know, a job, I'm going to be there if I say I'm going to work from whatever the hours are, nine to five, nine to six, whatever. So it kind of just trying to turn it into that. And I'm choosing my heart of, I don't want to have to make the choice daily to hold myself accountable of like yeah. going to some gym somewhere. So I'm kind of just putting it out there, not on someone else. Cause I still have to drive myself there. I still have to get there all that. But like, there's a little bit of the responsibility taken off of me cause I'm pre-committing to things. Yeah. Well, you saw again, kind of going back to the quote too. It's like you see, and you found your, your problem in a sense. And now it's, you get to change what you're going to value by, you know, you can measure this now. Hey, if I join this, this is going to be how I measure it daily, weekly, and monthly towards my overall health and stress management. And you can see how you value that over time. And then it's going to be in return. It's going to either help or it's like, hey, I learned that I didn't like it, which I really doubt that's going to happen right away, whatever the case. So it's yeah. it's good. It's a lot of good. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm, I'm excited. We'll see where it goes. But yeah, that's just like one example of like, in real time, me choosing my heart of what I want to like force myself to commit to in a way. Yeah. Let's do, and we've talked about this before, like when it comes to relationships, maybe we dive into relationship stuff down the line, like a full episode dedicated to it. But I figure that could be one of the, the final topics we touch upon a little bit today uh, with this. Um, you know, one, we've been friends for a long time. We communicate Two, we've had romantic partners uh, for a long time there. Where where does it take you with this, this topic here? Yeah, so I think when it comes to like choosing your heart and even like going into, you know, changing what you value in these things, like we've talked about it before, kind of with the work-life side of like, if you're, if your why, your reason for working hard and making whatever money you make is to build a good life, but you're not putting your time and attention on your friendships, your significant other. Now, like you're not really living up to your why, even though you think you are. So it's just like making that conscious decision to understand like, okay, even though I, my intentions are good, maybe I'm a little off in my approach and making those adjustments. I think the other thing, like choosing your hard, well, Valentine's Day is coming up. So this is actually, or sorry, well, I guess by the time you'll he all hear this, Valentine's Day will have passed. But let's put it this way. Um, you could choose your heart and it could be something as simple as, you know, you go get flowers, you go get chocolate, you plan a nice dinner. Maybe in your day, there's a bunch of traffic to go get the flowers and the chocolate and you have to go through that. It's a very small, hard thing you have to do. It's not that hard, but, you know, just a small, like, extra thing you have to do in your day or you could not do that and then have a conversation or an argument about why you forgot to set up everything perfect for valentine's day and it goes beyond that like it's simple things like on a day-to-day -day basis like picking up the extra like chore around the house and things like that that you can do that would make your significant other's day or you know for me and you like we communicate try to do our best to communicate ahead of time if we have some type of conflict um, with our recording sessions to make sure that, you know, instead of waiting for the last second when you're expecting me to show up on a, a link or I'm expecting you to show up on a link um, for us to do our recording and be like, hey, man, can't make it. And like that day might come because things happen. We can't predict everything. But I think we do a pretty good job of communicating, adjusting our schedules instead of like wasting someone else's time in a way. And 
I think that's very important in business. The sooner you can like be upfront with people and have those conversations to make sure everyone's using their time effectively, the better. So I think the big thing is like choosing your heart of when you want to have those conversations. Um, yeah, that, that's probably where my mind goes initially. Yeah, the uh, I, I took a note here and it's like, sometimes you got to hear and acknowledge when you are wrong, if you are wrong. So Jason brought up, you know, being able to kind of communicate openly with your partner and listen to them. When I, and I, I still do it, I'm not perfect, but when I first got into entrepreneurship, I would throw everything at Monica and we were dating by, uh, through distance by distance at the time. So a phone call, Hey, how's it going? And, you know, I'd be lying if I said I was fully listening to her and, and I didn't mean to at the time. I was just like, okay, you're done. I wouldn't say this, but I'm like, okay, you're done sharing. Now let me share my stuff and just be a brain dump of different things that's going on. And, you know, I get called out on it. And at first I didn't want to admit I was wrong. And I didn't really feel it or, or acknowledge it at the time. But like, I could have just chose the heart of like, hey, I'm just going to keep doing this and ignoring that something keeps coming up. And the thing that kept coming up is, hey, you know, I don't think you're listening to me. Do you do you hear me? And then I'd have to ask what you say again and then her repeat herself a bunch of times. And then you, you see that that same thing happen again and you realize, OK, I was wrong. How can I listen more? How can I be more present? And that's like something I continue to work on. So like sometimes in the moment. It's easy to to pick the heart of, okay, well, I'm right. She's not listening to me. And, and where is this going? Or you just you gotta kind of flip the perspective. Okay, let me kind of hear her out for a second. You know what? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. And that's just a a quick, hard battle that you have to face for that second. But then the second you admit you're wrong, you can and you realize and, and are able to look at it through another perspective, things are okay. You can talk and you can communicate. And I think again that was a you know relationship as far as like a romantic uh, specific example but it's the same thing like jason said when it comes to work when it comes to friendships it's it's you have to be able to have clear communication there too yeah i think that's a great example because i mean it's i don't think it's easy for anyone to truly admit they're wrong like it's a hard thing to do to uncomfortable like, own up and <laughs> say that you're you know what you're right i was wrong uh so like you're choosing your heart instead of letting a problem that could be a continuous thing uh, continue to show up so it's easier to just admit it work on it and do that even though like your internal being like fights that sense of saying you're wrong in a way yeah it's uncomfortable it doesn't like roll off the tongue hey i'm wrong it's yeah. like you might kind of just feels better be like yeah i mean i was right and you you see that <laughs> i was right but but right yeah <laughs> That's the way to do it. Uh, yeah, I, I think the the last thing outside of that, I think the biggest thing with like, just when you are in any, if you're, we're talking about choosing your hard, like if you are going through some type of hard time, I feel like the biggest thing that I've learned, especially all last year when I had my different like ups and downs, specifically the downs is like, you can't let it make you bitter to new experiences as well. Like you can't let that seep in too far. And that's one of the biggest things that I had to work hard to overcome is like, even if you're not like fully forgiving, like the situation, the person or whatever happens, like you need to make peace with it on yourself. So you can have like positive attitude as you go forward into another situation and not carry that, that burden with you. So like, whatever it is, if it's transitioning jobs, if it's 
uh, you know, transitioning relationships, uh, relationship ends, a new one begins, like whatever it is, like you have to find a way to let that stuff go. So you could be your full self for the next opportunity and not let the hard times define you in define you in a negative way. You want to make sure that if a hard time does define you, it's because you're bouncing back even stronger. So you may not always have the choice of which hard you want to do, but I even think back to, you know, last, last year in May, I think it was when I got let go from my job at the time. It's like, I had a decision at that point of like, you know, it's not easy to be unemployed, but there's also a lot of things you could do with that time that may seem difficult, learning new skills, building new opportunities. And it's like, I went about choosing my hard that way of continuing my job search, starting a podcast with you on Action Ignited, and then like also working on another startup with another friend. And it's like, everything ended up working out at the end of the day, but like you could also make the decision to sulk in the fact that, you know, you got let go from a job. It wasn't fair, whatever the reasoning is. And you could go down a whole different path. So like when you do get met with that crossroads, make sure you're making the right decisions with a clear mind. Oh, a, a way to view and, and live your daily life. I, I've brought, brought up perspective and reaction in the past. I think it, it connects to this too. You know, we're always, we always have the opportunity to choose what perspective we want to look at and view something. And then we have the power to decide, Hey, this is how I'm going to react. Am I going to react a positive way or a negative way? So in this topic in particular, you get to choose your heart. And as Mark Manson said, you get to choose the value of your suffering. And, and we think that is again, a way to live your daily life here as we learn to do this hopefully you guys can use it as a tool and and kind of learn from us too um, as we close out today's episode on choosing your hard we hope you walked away with some valuable insights key thing to remember is the path that you choose now is going to shape the hard you face in the future no matter what we're always going to face challenges in life it's about using those things as opportunities to continue to get better and that's what's truly going to define our journey. So thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, share your thoughts or your own story of choosing your hard with us, either in the email down below, or you can reach out to us on social media at Action Ignited on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Until next time, embrace your challenges, choose your hard wisely, and as always, stay ignited.